Welcome to The Extraordinary Life. I'm your host, Craig Walker, and I want to thank you for being with us. I want to encourage you, if you're getting something from these podcasts, to share them, comment on them, subscribe. If you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, watching on YouTube, welcome to the podcast today. I have as my guest today, my daughter, Candace Orlando. It's good to have you on the podcast with us. It's good to be here, Dad. I had you on here before, and we did not know you were actually carrying a little one at that time, but we're excited. I'm excited to be a grandfather very near future. Yes, sir. I know. Baby's the size of a prune now, which is very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> so 2022 for us is going to bring a lot of new and exciting things. And, um, but we want to talk about in 2022, as we head into the new year, what do we need to do to lighten the load? Mm. I think it's always good as we transfer from one year to the next to start thinking about what old baggage or what do I have in my life that maybe not even something that is sinful or uh, really negative, but just extra stuff to carry. Mm. And um, I'm wondering for you, is there something that you've thought already about, put you on the spot that you want to leave behind in 2021 going into 2022? Other than morning sickness? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I was actually thinking about this the other day and I was talking to my husband, Richie, and something I'd like to leave behind that I've been working on for the last couple of years, it's kind of serious, but I'd like to leave fear behind. I kind of used to be of the mindset where I kind of let fear control things and it was very subtle, but I just, once I became aware of it, I could tell a lot of my decision making was kind of based on how things could go wrong. And I've been like consciously working towards it. But now I, with this little peanut on the way, I have a new opportunity to to take that next step and and not live in fear and worry and and just kind of rest in in the Lord and the peace that he gives. So I'd like to leave fear behind. Well, I think you mentioned something that's so just a principle about overcoming in spiritual warfare. And that is once you're aware of what the enemy's tactic is and his strategy, it really is about half the problem mm -hmm. because then you know, wait a minute, I've seen this before. This is the enemy trying to work his junk in my life. Right. I think the, the biggest problem solver is to recognize it. And then from there, most of the work comes in right after you recognize it, because then you start realizing how much of your mental life you have to change, not even your physical life. It's just that rewiring of your brain almost. Yeah, the Bible talks about transforming, the transforming of our mind, the Word of God. That's what it does. Mm -hmm. And as we talk about what we're going to let go this year, going into next year, it's really important because it's hard to embrace the new when you're clutching to the old. Mm -hmm. And so Isaiah 43, 19 says this, See, I am doing a new thing. 
Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wastelands. Hmm. Now, streams don't naturally pop up in the wastelands. It's a supernatural new thing that God wants to do in all of our lives. And I believe there are new things for us in 2022. But to get there, we have to lose our focus on some of the old things and some of the things that we know God wants us to eliminate in our life, but we hold on to them because they're coping mechanisms. They almost feel safe. Yep. It's that security blanket, but it's holding us back from the new. In Ephesians 4.22, it says this, To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God, in true righteousness and holiness. I have to ask, I'm going to put you on the spot now. Is there something that you'd like to get rid of in this coming year? I mentioned this in the last podcast. I want to, I want to get rid of my own man-made opinions. Hmm. Um, I want to have less of an opinion on things that are not based on the Word of God. They're just man's opinion. I think that's part of walking in humility. The Bible says to prefer others better than yourself. And one real way we can do that is through how we hold our opinions and how we listen to others and gain their perspective before we spout out what we believe. Now, I don't want to waffle on the Word of God, of course, but there are a lot of things in life that are just my opinion, your opinion, and I don't want to be that guy that just holds on to those things. I I want to be teachable, and I want to hold loosely in 2022 to disputable matters. That's what the Bible calls them. I want to be loosed from uh, those disputable matters. That might be the most mature answer you will ever hear. (laughs) That's good. Um, I want to ask you a question. I, I mentioned this a little bit and I'm giving you some teasers on the podcast, but I, I wrote a book that's going to come out in March of 2022 on rediscovering you and putting the puzzle of of who you are together so you can really see a self profile of yourself. And a big part of that is the Enneagram. Um, And the question I have for you, do you think that, because I know you know the Enneagram well, Mm -hmm. do you think that the Enneagram type a person has can cause them to have a harder time of letting go things based on their type? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Can you give us an example of when you, a type that would have a real hard time of letting go of something? Well, I'll just go for the twos because I am one, the helper. Um, I think when you look at their core weakness, their core 
I don't want to say flaw, but it is. Um, for twos, it's pride. And it's not how you would think of like self-bolstering or whatever. It's more of you can't ask for help and you, you think that you can do it all. And so for two, a hard thing to let go of is that control and, and to actually allow someone to help you. And when I learned this, I was like gut wrenched that I got pride. Like it was a stab in the heart. So I started trying to grow in that area. And I remember Richie and I were like sitting at dinner and the ranch was on his side. And instead of doing my normal like ninja move to parkour across the table to get the ranch, I was like, I'm gonna grow. I'm gonna ask for the ranch. The ranch dressing. The ranch dressing, the, the most important condiment of them all, <laughs> my dad. Um, and so I asked him for it and for the next 30 minutes, I lost my appetite because I was like so distraught that I had had a need and I'd asked for something, but kind of letting go of the fact that I am not, I am not able to do it all. It's such a liberating thing too. I don't know if that even answered your question. I got caught no, up it's, thinking about it's ranch. Perfect. Dressing. I think it's so important that the whole thing about letting go and becoming a minimalist mm -hmm. in things that don't matter, that's important. You know, and if you're going to, if you're going on a hike or you're going on a run and you're really thinking about covering a lot of distance and getting a lot done, which I think as we go into 2022, that's what we're thinking about. How can I get, cover a lot of distance? How can I be the most effective person I can be in 22? How can I accomplish the things God wants me to do? Then you have to think about like the runner or the hiker, what's in my backpack mm -hmm. uh, that is slowing me down? A runner might train with weights, but when he's in the race, he's not running with weights. Right. And the Bible talks about laying aside these weights that so easily beset us, slow us down, take us off course. So if God's going to do this new thing in my life, in your life, springs in the wasteland, the radical thing he wants to do, then I need to posture myself for God to do those new things in my life by stripping away the stuff I don't need. And based on my Enneagram type, that may be harder to do for me than it is for my neighbor. Right. I think that's why it's so important to have people in your life who can speak the truth and love to you because you might not even see some of the things that you're holding on to so tightly Right. That, that are superfluous, that don't matter, that if you just let go of that, you could be so much more than you currently are. And you know, it's gonna sound like a shameless plug, but I am I am really super excited when my book comes out. You've read it, you edited it. I love it. <laughs> I really think it's going to change lives. It is a life-changing book and I'm looking forward to it. I would dare to say, Richie's going to be so sad. I would dare to say that Richie and I probably wouldn't have ended up together if we hadn't learned about Enneagram the week that we started dating. Because we are so opposite in, in our way of thinking. And we learned about Enneagram and there were so many things where we were, we were able to have so much more grace for each other and to be able to understand something that's counterintuitive to the way that we personally were wired. Yeah. It's, it's liberating. So letting go, letting back go. to letting go. Yeah. We got to let go of some things 
if we're going to cover the distance that we need to cover in 22. Talked about letting go some things. The second thing I think that's real important uh, going into 2022 is that we, we go into it with an expectation that God is going to do some new things in my life. And, you know, in a world that's got so much wrong with it, if we're not careful, we get all negative, even as Christians, we get all negative. And, but man, the truth is that our Emmanuel is with us in the world right now, and He is for us. He's not given up on the world. In Genesis 6, God gave up on the world. Mm. And he destroyed the world except for Noah and his family. And since that time, hey, we still have wars and rumors of war and we have sin and we have a lot wrong. But this time, God has not given up on us. He sent a redeemer. His name is Jesus. And I would want to encourage everybody to raise your expectation for what God may have for you in 2022. Um, question for you is how do you do that? How do you raise your expectation? How do you posture yourself to have the right mindset to believe God for great things this coming year as a young person? I think that I have a slightly unfair advantage. One of my only good qualities is that I kind of see life on the bright side, but I think that is, that is really key, especially for people who maybe struggle with the way that the self-talk that they have, I think you just have to remind yourself daily and kind of look at things on the positive side and, and remember that God's for you. Maybe it takes writing down scriptures that, that remind you of the promises of God and, and looking at them over and over again. For me, for a long time, I had to remind myself of what the Lord promised in regards to healing. And it feels repetitive, but the the longer you say things to yourself and you remind yourself, it just lifts your spirit. And and when you have that expectation, the Lord can work with you then, if that makes sense. Would you it, yeah, agree? Yeah, and it's not, we're not talking about positive thinking. We're no. not talking about repeating some kind of mantra based on human knowledge, but when we repeat and confess with our mouth what the Bible says and God's promises, there is power in that because there's power in the world word to transform our mind. Yeah. And as we think about letting go, one way that we have found very helpful for letting go to be ready for the new year is in a fast. Yes. So we start every year at Upward Church where I pastor Every year we begin with a 21-day Daniel fast. Some do a liquid fast. Some do a, uh, just water. And maybe do some of it, maybe do all of it. But fasting is a wonderful way to start stripping down the old because it's amazing how much your life centers around food until you're not eating it. That's the truth. Yeah. Worship's another way. If we want to get ready for coming year, put that worship on. Live in an atmosphere of worship. And I know for you, worship's been a key part 
of you seeing God do new things in your life and, and health in your life that you didn't have before. Can you talk a little bit about what you do practically with worship? What does that look like? Well, I start my morning with worship. Um, I start with a devotional and then just as I'm putting on my makeup and doing all the stuff that girls do, um, I just play worship music. And even if you're not actively thinking about it, you're still getting God's word inside of you. Um, and for me, I just, you know, I'm lucky that I have a very musical brother. And so he kind of got me into it because he's older and you kind of follow your older siblings steps. Um, so even I remember when I was really in a tough place and really asking God some hard questions, one of the things that kept me listening to worship music was being on the worship team and singing. And there's, when you're, when you're in such a tough place, it almost feels like there's a resistance to yeah. reading your Bible and to listening to worship music. You just don't want to. And I think part of it is because you don't want to feel vulnerable. You don't want to talk about the thing that's making you so upset. But the only person who can help you work through that is the Lord. So that was a very unique situation, but I'm so thankful that I was scheduled every Sunday to sing in Williamsburg because it kept me listening to worship music. And I would just challenge people listening, hold yourself accountable um, to, to just check when's the last time did I, when's the last time I listened and truly just worship the Lord, vulnerability and all. You know, as we think about setting ourselves up for success in 2022, Another thing that I would say for people to do, it's the end of the year, is look at your tithing record mm -hmm. and see how you did. And, and let me just head off all the comments and all the trolls, right? Before you make all of the comments about tithing and it's not for today, even though Jesus said you ought to tithe, tithe in the Gospels, and before you fit, form an opinion, I would challenge you to actually talk to somebody who is faithfully tithing. Instead of looking at the comments on social media from people who aren't tithing, who are stingy with God, go to somebody who's actually tithing and ask them, would you ever not tithe? Mm -hmm. Have you seen God's faithfulness? Because, I mean... Going to someone who's not doing it is like going to someone who's not married, doesn't have children, and asking them for parental advice or marriage advice. Right. Um, but that's a way to set yourself up because finances are important. When, when we're struggling financially, it's hard. So setting yourself up for success, these are some of the ways you do it. Isn't that one of the only things, if not the only thing, where God asks you to test Him? He says, test me in this. So just do an experiment. There you go. Just see. Three months. I, t I tell people to do the three-month tithing challenge and see if you're not better off in three months. Watch what God will do. He's just, he won't let you out give him. Another way to get ready for 2022 is seek out fellowship mm -hmm. with other believers. The Bible says you, not the Bible, but... The reality is you become like the five people you spend the most time with. 
I would say too that might be one of the bigger challenges this year especially just with all of the restrictions we've had on visiting with people um, it's kind of hard once you get out of the habit of spending time with friends getting back into it so maybe maybe that's a good challenge for a lot of people specifically this year I think that's really really good Candace because we can get in the habit of being isolated and just run home, look at Netflix and zone out and start another day starts tomorrow. And before we know it, we have drifted away from God and away from his people uh, because it's called backsliding for a reason. It's not back jumping. It's just this gradual slide until you are now lukewarm when you were hot, it's like taking something out of the oven and it's hot. Mm -hmm. You don't have to leave it there very long and it'll be lukewarm. That's why your mom says, come now, supper's ready. It's warm now. <laughs> and we've got to stoke the fire. And we do that by provoking each other to jealousy by being a part of a small group. So what we're saying is don't be tethered to your old stuff and be willing to take a look around here at the end of this year at what you can eliminate from your life and then do those things that will till the garden, prayer, Bible reading, worship, tithing, fasting. All you're doing is you're tilling the ground so that new things can spring up in your life and the Bible talks about break up the fallow ground, break it up, be intentional as we go into this next year. And I want to encourage you to share this podcast with somebody today. They're facing a new year as well. And I want to encourage you to comment, share, subscribe on this podcast, because all of us are meant to live an extraordinary life. That's what God has predetermined, pre-planned for each of us. But we're going to have to do our part and cooperate with the Holy Spirit and be intentional at the end of this year to posture ourselves for that new thing God wants to do in your life in 2022. Thank you for joining us today at The Extraordinary Life.